It's time to go around the courts with Sean Fuster on 5AA Breakfast. 21 to 8, big court case to sink our teeth into that concluded yesterday and one that I suspect our listeners have a degree of familiarity with, certainly those that have regularly listened to Sean take us round the courts. Sean Fuster, good morning to you. Yes, good morning, guys. Finally, a conclusion to a long-awaited matter that we've all been keeping an eye on, the alleged murder of Victor Codilla in the car park of Adelaide High School. So it fell short of, of being, uh, being, being f- with, of, of the four men being found guilty of murder, Sean. It was, it was manslaughter in the end. What, what, did, what did that hinge upon? Well, that's a really good question that I would love to answer. And without being pat or without being nasty, without being sarcastic... We simply don't know at the moment. His Honour, Justice Adam Kimber, handed down his verdict yesterday morning about 9.30 and everyone in the media applied for his written reasons because, of course, when you hand down your verdict, you simply walk in and say, I find you guilty, not guilty, guilty of an alternative charge, free to go, whatever, and then you publish written reasons. We're still waiting to see those written reasons. So at the moment, unfortunately, we're all a little in the dark. So is there normally much of a delay with, with hmm. doing that? Because I, for, for the family of the guy, that's a bit rough, isn't it? Like, surely you, you sort of can... The least you can expect as a victim of crime in this case is the, you know, the, the mother or the father of the, the, the boy, was whatever, whatever nefarious sort of lifestyle he was involved in, the family deserves a little bit better than that, don't they? It's my hope and honestly my expectation that given the DPP would have a copy of those written reasons because counsel in all cases are handed those reasons at the time, someone at the DPP or someone at major crime has sat down with Victor Cadilla's family and actually taken them through judgment. That's, like I say, my expectation, my hope, and given the way major crime in particular works with victims' families, I doubt there's any chance that that hasn't happened. But it does leave the rest of us wondering what's going on because... From the public perspective, you've got these four guys that have lured another man to the car park of Adelaide High School, allegedly upset over the way that he gave an online review of their drugs. And then they've jumped in the car, beaten him to death. He's died as a result of his injuries. And now, despite that being a clearly planned ambush by the all the allegations of the prosecution, that somehow falls short of murder. And we've got no real understanding yet why we know that at law that means his honor must have concluded that there wasn't a deliberate plan to kill there must have just been a deliberate plan to injure their intention was only to tune him up as defense was saying but we can't confirm on a tune him up yeah we can't we can't confirm that until his honor actually releases the finding so had from the well then what can we glean from the case that defense put sean uh so they've, they've said the aim wasn't to kill him had, how, was right. that, how was that presented and determined? Well, the defence was saying that they had, uh, these four men had been, sorry, let me rephrase that. Some of these four men had been involved in a similar incident earlier. There was a long-running thing of a mysterious user on the Discord social media slash website app who was constantly taking the mickey out of, irritating, annoying, making fun of, and demeaning the drugs of uh, Jeremy Dale Sandell, who was the prime mover in terms of emotion within this matter and whoever this user was this group had already gone around and beaten up another rival drug dealer stormed into the house hit him with a frying pan doing all sorts of things and told him you know straighten up fly right stop mouthing off about things you don't know about and left the defense's argument was 
if you look at the fact that my client has done this once before, then clearly his intention is not to kill anybody. His intention is to teach them a lesson because if somebody dies, and this is the quote in court, if somebody dies, the lesson hasn't been learned. So talk us through manslaughter, Sean. Um, what, what are the options? What were the options available when it comes to the charge not meeting the threshold to be murder? Uh, does it fall into the serious end of, of manslaughter charges then? Yeah, as I've told you guys before and as we've discussed on the show, manslaughter is everything from a practical joke gone wrong all the way up to something just shy of murder itself. So you've got to think that this would definitely be in the grounds of just shy of murder, where it's something that you're committing a reckless and dangerous act where there is an appreciable risk that the person will die as a result of your injuries. Although, the interesting thing is, one of the things that was said in court was that the kick that killed Victor Cadilla, the actual final fatal blow, was delivered not with steel cap boots, not with even boots, but with sneakers. And so defence was arguing, well, how could you possibly think you were going to kill someone who was sitting upright in a car, kicking them in the head even with your shoes? That's, that's not something that you would naturally think, my sneaker is going to cause this death. So very legalistic argument there. I'll tell you what, and extraordinarily mm. generous for a form of behaviour that any reasonable person would regard as totally repugnant. Absolutely. I mean, nobody's arguing that this wasn't an unlawful, dangerous act, and nobody's arguing this wasn't an absolute dog act to lure somebody there and have a four-on-one assault. But whether or not it meets the test of murder, apparently, according to the judge, it doesn't. Well, the, the other thing that I that I think should should still mean it's very much in the murder space is, what did they do after they bashed him? Did they just leave him there at the, at the school and just go? They did. They did. They drove away. But... At that point, defence would um, hasten to add to you, he was still alive. He was still clearly breathing. So they thought, on the defence version of events, that they had achieved their goal of teaching him a lesson of tuning him up. Yeah. When does sentencing take place, Sean? Sentencing will be in August. Uh, and one of the interesting sidebars to all this is not long after being found guilty of murder, uh, sorry, of manslaughter rather than murder, Nichols, one of the accused, goes, Oh, Your Honour, can I not come to court for sentencing? It hurts my back to be transferred from prison to court. You are kidding. It was a. The, the look on his honour's face was a little bit, Are you really making that request right now? I mean, I understand, okay, prison's not exactly the best place in the world if you've got a sore back, but. Uh, You've just been told that you've been found guilty of killing a man and you're going to listen to his family give their victim impact statements. I think that's time for a bit of decorum, surely. Hmm. What's the, there's no link to the school at all with any of this, though, is there? It just happened to be the venue. Former students involved. So some right. of them do have a connection to the school. That's why I think the meeting place was seen to be a bit of a safe haven. You know, this is somewhere we all know nothing's going to happen here. And yet, of course, we now know that while these men are not murderers under law. They are most assuredly killers. Yeah. A great explanation as always, Sean. Really appreciate your time, mate. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Sean the Chief Court Reporter at The Advertiser. All thanks to Police Credit Union. You can make a difference without getting involved through independent charity Crime Stoppers, supported by the excellent Police Credit Union. There's a traffic disturbance to be wary of. North-South Motorway at Croydon. A vehicle has broken down uh, on the uh, north-south motorway, causing delays for city-bound traffic. The left-hand lane currently closed. Speeds are reduced. So that's one to be wary of. And if you're currently stuck in a delay, it's possibly the cause. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.